All right. Hi, everybody. Uh, it is John and Julie. Hi. Julie, where have we been? I've been, listen- where have I've been we looking for a been? better podcast for <laughs> three weeks. I haven't seen a damn thing. I know. What is the lack of content about? Well, we've been attending to other things. What have we been up to? So, well, we just got back from visiting friends in Saugatuck, but I don't think that's what you mean. It was so fun. We've Saugatuck, been there in a Michigan while. Michigan is a lovely seaside town. We highly recommend it. Seaside, lakeside. It, it feels seaside. It does. It, straight it does up feel does. seaside. Yeah. So our really good friends, Mary and Dave, uh, moved there permanently, gosh, 20... 17 years ago. 17 years ago. Yeah. Um, and have a beautiful life, and it was fun to go visit them. And uh, yeah, so we're back in the studio um, trying to record something before the Super Bowl starts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we... Yeah, I was away doing some coaching training. John was finishing the book that we've talked a lot about. I just had the privilege <laughs> of editing that book, um, taking reading the book, doing some edits. It required very little, I have to say. And honestly, it is an amazing book. You guys are all going to want to read. It's written so tightly. Um, there's so much amazing content. Every section is could be a you know New York Times uh, column. It's about parenting the new teenager, we, which we've mentioned, um, ages eight to twenty four in the age of anxiety. Yep, exactly right. So congratulations, and to you, thank you for your, all your help. Julie is. The finest book editor I know for somebody who has no training as a book editor. She knows exactly what stays, what goes, what's good, what's bad. And um, so I'm grateful to you for spending time on it. There was precious little to do, precious little to change. And um, yeah, I am kind of surprised I'm good at that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, but the, every everything I've written, you you're pretty good at editing down like the the stuff that just doesn't work. So. Here's the thing that we want to talk about, um, and it uh, was inspired by one of the sections of this book and by in life in general. Um, and by clients of mine, um, you know, uh, both teenagers and parents um, who have kind of highlighted this as, a, as an ongoing issue that we don't think about very often, but affects our lives deeply every single day. And we got to experience it ourselves. <laughs> In not in necessarily the, pointy, the best way. The pointy McPointerson Friday we had. <laughs> we should probably first explain what we're talking about so people have some idea. So sorry. Yes. The vibe in your home. Yes. The vibe in your home. So to backtrack for a second, it's the beginning of February now. Um, some of us in these climates have been in our house a lot, and really you feel the feeling of of the house. You feel the vibe in the house. You wear it around like a suit. <laughs> yeah, more more than you do typically in the last week. A lot of my clients, my family, um, we've been there's a lot of cabin fever going on and if you're ever able to take a, a, put a finger on the pulse of the vibe you keep in your home, this has been a pretty good opportunity to do that because you've spent a lot of time together as a family, whether you like that or not. <laughs> right, right. And not everybody, I can attest, has liked that. So, yeah. So, anyway, I was, um, I had some 
catabolic energy. Um, I was worn around, like I said, like a suit <laughs> with a matching hat and boots. And uh, so <laughs> anyway, um, so I actually would like to read a couple paragraphs from that section of your book. Okay, but I want everybody to keep in mind this is copyright protected. Yes. Nobody steal this and make your own book about the vibe at home. Yeah, so, um, you know, the section starts with, you know, you saying, I usually ask teenagers in my office, I usually ask about the overall vibe they experience at home. As you cross the threshold, do you find your home to be more of a refuge or more of a stressor? And you say, too often, it's the latter. Um and the reasons vary, but some kids feel like their parents don't get along. Others tell me it's too noisy at home. Others too quiet. Some feel judged whenever they're home. And some feel they're under constant watch. Some feel they're invisible. It's very important, therefore, to create a vibe in your home that is warm, comfortable, and reasonably happy. Remember, there is emotional traffic swirling around your children constantly. You want home to be a place where they can put their minds in park hear themselves think, and allow themselves to breathe. If you and home are a part of the onslaught, the traffic, they will never feel free of it off the grid. Eventually, like anyone, your child will burn out. And burnout usually looks awfully symptomatic. Depression, anxiety, ADHD, and so on. So make home a sanctuary. Consider your home in a sensory way, how the spaces feel, how you feel in them. Set your home up so that your kids do not spend the lion's share of their time isolated, up in a room, door closed, identity traffic noise blaring. Make the common areas of your home welcome spaces to work and connect and eat and laugh. Help your children organically achieve a sense of balance by providing that space and that vibe. Boy, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, well, I can say um, that you and I consistently do that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. No, I think we all fail that because it's it's hard to keep it in, in your the, the lens of awareness in large part because... Life is busy. Our homes are hubs of a lot of activity, and um, so what I what we get to eventually in this section of the book is that the cue you can use. So some parents have asked me, I don't know how to shift that vibe at home, you know. Um, and the cue you can use is think about how you feel in your home. Yeah. If you feel tense, anxious, if you feel uncomfortable, if you feel like there's too much clutter. Too much noise, too little noise, too much light, too little light. You know, think of it in a sensory way. Create something that really does feel like a sanctuary to you. And then your your vibe will, will translate into the vibe of the rest of your family. On the other hand, if you do it the other way, and, and we're all going to have days like this, by the way. None of us are going to be perfect at any of this stuff. But if you do it the other way, you get a day like you and I had on Friday. Yeah, and and you know it's about awareness, and it's about um, the simple things. Like you know, I was just thinking when you said 
make your home a sanctuary. That can feel like, well, that's a tall freaking order, (laughs) you know, but so don't get over, don't get caught up in perfection, but pay attention to, right, the clutter, the energy you have, the way you feel. Um, And I, we were talking about it and I like to think of it this way, or it works for me to think of it this way sometimes. Like, who do I want to be? In this moment, as my kid's walking in the door, as my husband's walking in the door, as I'm walking in the door, you know, maybe there's, you know, you have a bone to pick or something's bugging you, but who do I want to be in this moment? Do I want to be a bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Do I want to be a nag? Or do I want to be someone who helps someone else decompress, helps myself decompress, helps bring some joy, some levity, some laughter, maybe uh, some cut up fruit? (laughs) Which Julie frequently brings to our 24-year-old Maybe some son. morning fruit. I'm just going to say it. Um, so, yes, as we um, move from January into February, even, you know, just this week, it's kind of, this would be a good thing to think about and focus on, creating the vibe in your home. Everyone's talking about that Marie, Marie Kondo, Maria Kondo, Marie Kondo, yeah, Marie, Marie Kondo. Kondo. We want to get all over that. We have so much stuff to get rid of. Haven't watched an episode yet. Honestly, we were going to the other night, but I felt like, oh, that's just going to make me feel. I have. I feel like I have. there's some things I need to do that are bugging me that I don't want to do. So I thought that was just going to be another pylon right. <laughs> of a task that I felt I should be doing and have a uh, reverse effect on me, the, re- the, the opposite of joy. <laughs> right. But Burden. Yeah. Yeah. But I do want to do that. Yeah, and I think we decided it would work best if we did it together. Yes. And you know, um and, and her, her metric sounds to me, from what I understand, like a really great one. Does not like have I worn this in the past year? Because that's not necessarily a very useful metric, but does this bring me joy? I, I do love everything about because that. Because that's real simple, right? You know what I mean? Because I'm thinking of things that are hanging in my closet right now. And I'm thinking of various boots that I have. Some bring me joy. Some do not bring me joy. And I'm, and, and that's an easy choice to make. That's, that's kind of like, okay, this is in the go pile. And that's a little play into the sanctuary, right? And you're, you're right. That does feel like a tall bill of order. But sometimes sanctuary just means cutting the edge off the harshness. If you figure, I, I, I worked with this kid recently, and she said... Out there is harsh and hard yeah. for me. So I need in here to be different than that. And it's kind of just that simple. It doesn't mean your house has to be Marie Kondo pristine. Um, it might mean you light a candle, you sit down, and you talk to your kid for a few minutes. You know, I don't know what it means in different homes. It might mean that you turn on the TV and you watch Arrested Development for an hour. Yeah. It, and it, it might mean that you turn off the TV and you sit at the table and you play a card game for an hour, you know? So you really have to think about what your needs are, what brings you sanctuary, and what what you can do to do that, to further that in your home with your family. And my old favorite, light up. Like if you, if you light up when your child walks in the door, that's huge. Even if there's a pile of stuff on the counter, even if there's, you know, the floor needs to be swept or, you know, whatever. If you light up, Instead of they, if, if they see light, instead of a flat affect or a furrowed brow, just start with that. And that can change 
whatever was going on in the last six or seven hours of their life, yeah. if it was rough, that can shift that and en- her energy right there, right then, you know? Yeah, and and you know, I'm thinking too, um, I think we all can bring our Sometimes, because it's a safe space, we bring can bring our crabbiest, our worst, our crabby moments to the ones, those that we love. Sometimes we do that because it's not a safe space, too, though. I just right. want to point that out. Right. Like, you know, yeah. And, um, you know, that's the worst of it. If your home feels like not the safe space, if your child feels like, you know what, you're kind of out to get me. You're spying on me. No, I, che- right. You know, I'm just, you know what, I'm out. I'm going to go check out. I'm going up to my bedroom. I'm going to put earbuds in. And I'm going to disappear. Yeah. So you're, you know, we, our kids need a break. That is so clear. They're in a lot, they have a lot of stressors. They absolutely, you cannot argue with the fact that they need a break and it has to happen at home. So whatever you have to do, if your place, if your home is a place where your kid feels judged or just more stressed out and it's not a safe space, you have to take steps to change that. What I was going to say is that sometimes when your child, you know, brings that crabbiest self home to you, it's, you know, remember, don't take that personally. Um, Let them, let them get that out and don't react to that. Still smile, make a joke, you know, and, and, um, you know, if, your if your wife um, is being a <laughs> pointy, oh, we were both we were both being pointy because the she's other day. Um, you know struggling <laughs> to try to figure out who she wants to be. Um, for example, then uh, you know just give her a hug <laughs> <laughs> and don't react. Right. Yeah. Right. Right, so so you know the point being, if someone's being crabby, they they probably just need to get something out. Yep, and and, it, and it's not about you. So give them a light up moment, give them a yeah. hug, give them, a, and and um, I don't know for some reason I'm thinking of the Parks and Rec episode where a couple of the characters decide to treat yourself. <laughs> like there's, so, there's this day where you treat yourself, you know, and they just have this day protected in the year where they just go and do something nice for themselves. And I'm I'm reminded of this mom who during finals week. Her son is super stressed out and um, crabby and angry. And so she's like, I know that this isn't going to be perfect for you. Tell me what you need. What treats do you need every oh, half yeah. an hour? What do you, you know, what breaks do you need? You know, so she there's chocolate chip cookies being made. There's a game being planned. There's a song being, you know, so there every break is kind of like laid out. Like every half hour, I know you're going to flip it. <laughs> so we're going to plan that. We're going to plan that. And it's going to be, so even if it's going to be harsh or brutal at home, oh man, I got six hours of studying to do. You know what? I'm here with you and I'm going to make that as, working together, I'm going to make this as smooth for you and as enjoyable for you as an unenjoyable process can be. Yeah. And actually, so you, so Friday night, we actually came in in here to make a podcast. We did. And here's what you did for me. I was feeling super, we have a lot of exciting things going on. So there's been a lot of positive interaction and a lot of positive collaboration, but I, but Lately, I've felt a lot of kind of, I can go into catabolic energy, and I've talked about that before, and that's energy where you feel like kind of 
pissed and, um, uh, you know, you, you know, you kind of feel defiance and victimy kind of a little bit. I, and had, I hadn't noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> you really hide that well. And it's and it's cat and and it it's catabolic to to one's self and to those around one. <laughs> Julie, for one who we'll just spend a moment on this. For one who lights up so frequently for others, if you're feeling catabolic, you 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 know how to like just shut the lights down. And oh, like, I feel like, I felt oh, them. They were going I will off. Freeze you off no. now. Like you are you are. I, I'm not gonna look your way. Kiss my ass. <laughs> so yeah, I was feeling the lights were yeah the lights were. Get, getting really low. So what you did though is, yelled, and this is I yelled, why I lost no, my cool. this is why we we literally were in the studio for three hours Friday night and never made a podcast because you it, we needed to talk. I needed to talk about what was going on with me, and I had somehow decided that you didn't have the bandwidth to hear it, so I wasn't going to bother. But I, it's, I was crabby, and you stuck it out, and you made me talk. You said, "You're not talking to me. You're not. I'm here for you. You're not telling me what's going on with you." I have the bandwidth. You're not sharing. Yeah. You're not. You're not opening up. So I. So I so I did, and I had I had little I had audio visual not when audio visuals I had visuals yeah I had charts and graphs. <laughs> yeah, there was. Julie did basically weekend. a PowerPoint presentation <laughs> from her coaching weekend, showing me this whole tool that she learned. And no, I actually did have some like some visuals, some things that I had gone through in my coaching training that were huge ahas for me that oh, I hadn't and, processed. And and you assumed so there was this there was this um. Uh, game that you played at the end of your coaching weekend that was really poignant, and your assumption was I didn't want to hear about it. And I think you could tell I was kind of like, "Damn, that's a powerful well, game." Right. Well, and no. Your result was not. I mean, was intense. No, it was, and you fought through, and you made me talk, and you know, and and to be clear. I can always talk to you. It's not like I feel like I can't talk to John. I just thought you've got so much going on. You you're tired, you're busy. You don't have the time for me to tell you the whole story. But I was doing myself and you an injustice by deciding that because I needed to talk about it and it was just making me it was making me mad at you. <laughs> I'm glad you realized that. This has been better. Thank you for listening. <laughs> so, Roll credits. So I guess, well, the takeaway is that if someone's being super crabby and you love them, hang in with them and help them <laughs> help them get the crabby out, um, which you did. Thank you so much. I wasn't oh, my always gosh. nice about it, though. I have to say, like, right? I mean, I, I had to go through my own little process in order <laughs> to get to the point where I was understanding because I was a little frustrated as well. Yes, we were both frustrated, but we got to, um, we worked it out. We worked it through. We did. So well. Like where we were at seven compared to where we were at 10. 10. We walked out of here at 10 and we made eggs. <laughs> Friday night, baby. <laughs> was, um, was, was so good. So, so back to, you know, the vibe you, the vibe you make, the vibe that's in your home. Like, are you, are you fighting? You know, are you bickering with your husband 
or wife? Are you, um, you know, bickering with your kids? Are you like, are you bummed out about something about yourself that you're carrying around and wearing around, poisoning the vibe in the room? Everyone needs home to be a sanctuary, to be a respite, to be a place where you can refuel because it's tough out there, especially for our kids. And so what Julie read was about parenting and about creating space and a vibe for your kids. But this is for all of us. You know, we all, it is harsh out there. You know what I mean? It can be difficult out there and trying and exhausting. And we all know intuitively what home needs to be. But I think more and more we let that kind of fall away or that that's something we're going to deal with another time or it's not on our radar at all. Like, what does it feel like to be here? Because sometimes we're so in the trenches of conflict or difficulties or what we perceive or decide are crises that we never stop and take a breath and consider, how does it feel to be in this place? You know, yeah. what? I'm tense here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm, t- I feel tense here. I can't expect that my wife, my children, anybody who comes to visit, isn't going to feel that. So what, what am I bringing to this? Just not, not in terms of like the feng shui furniture arrangement. You know, that's something else. But just like the vibe in my head, and how do I create a different aura around this place so it feels like, you know what? Come in. This is this is safe haven. You know what I mean? Like there's well, room right. to be in. Yeah. So I guess, you know, maybe we should all think of like one or two ways this week or this month um, that we can sh- change the energy for the better in the house for ourselves and for our families and really especially for our kids. Unfurl the brow. Light lighten up, up the eyes. You know, cut up some fruit. Bake the cookies. <laughs> Bake the cookies. By the way, the re- the fruit reference, just just so to be clear, um, since George was young, for for some reason, Julie's decided she cuts up, she morning wants him fruit. to have morning fruit, um, <laughs> which has become amongst our friends kind of a bit. Like, I'll you send know, pictures of the morning fruit. Yeah. Like when George would come home from college to, you know, for breaks, I'd be like, oh. I'm out buying the morning fruit. Yep. So George has a bowl of fruit in the morning, which I think means something to George, but I don't think he thinks about it consciously. But it does create a vibe, right? It does create a kind of certain comfort like that, okay, this is a ritual we do. And I would imagine if, you know, one day you just stopped cutting up morning fruit, there'd be a little bit like, hey, where the hell's the morning (laughs) fruit, man? Um, So you notice when it's missing too. So yeah, I like that idea of like, let's try one thing, whether it's a changing something in the physical space, but probably more changing something in the emotional space. Like you say, unfurl the brow, um, think before you ask that first question or say the first thing when your kid walks in the door or your wife or your husband, like, and make that start, start on the positive. And don't, don't underestimate the look on your face. Right. I mean, that is everything. Take a beat and light up. Try it as a scientific experiment and see what happens. Yeah. Well, it's not going to get worse, right? You're not going to make something worse. You're only, you could only make it but better. But it's cool to notice the effect it has. And it's a little shift, I think, ha- can have a, a quantum effect. Yeah. And just remember, it is harsh out there. For your kids especially, it's harsh out there. And man, if you're respite, then 
If you're a respite now, you're probably a respite forever for them. Amen to that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, little things. Make the bed, you know, wipe off the counter. <laughs> um, just do a, a couple little things to... to um, Make yourself feel good. To improve the environment, to yeah. make yourself feel good so that, that you um, can be who you want to be in those important moments. Which is something you, you always get to decide in any given moment. Yeah. Who that, I want to yeah. be right now. I love that. You, can, yeah. you always get to choose again. Yeah. So maybe you had a furrowed brow or, or yeah. said a bitchy thing. Yeah. You can apologize and smile and uh, cut up some fruit. Yeah. And that's going to get you where you need to go. There you go, man. <laughs> right? Yeah, for sure. So everybody try that yeah. in your homes for yourselves and your loved ones, right? Yeah, for sure, man. Have a great week, guys. I love you, honey. Love you, honey.